I'm Tara. And I'm Austin. And we're a married couple. And we are here to lovingly snark on Hallmark's Countdown to Christmas season lineup for the 2022 season, the preview edition. Yes. So welcome to season four or the pre-season four for us. This is our fourth year podcasting. I can't believe it. The Hallmark Christmas season. And we are so excited in this lovely October day. <laughs> it's fall for sure. Um, first first day of fall signaled the first day of Christmas Hallmark season preparations. Pretty much. We <laughs> skip straight into the Christmas holiday. And Hallmark doesn't give us a lot to work with this year in terms of anticipation for its season. We haven't seen much. And they, they gave well, us... It's because there's been a big shakeup. Oh, yeah. And so like with GAC, which is what the great American values of horribleness. I don't know what they're called. It's a conservative channel. It used to be what music or something like that. And apparently the Hallmark CEO split off and started this new company because he didn't like the diverse directions that the Hallmark channel was going in due to fan pressure. Mm -hmm. So he wanted to get sort of back to those Hallmark basics and of white Christian romance ish stuff. Yes. (laughs) So he has gone over there. He's pulled over some of the Hallmark actors and actresses, uh, notably Candy Cam. Candy Cam will not be present with us in the 2022 season. And she is normally the one who gives us our preview for the season. And so this year, you can tell they still have some major headliners. They still have a lot like Luke McFarland's back. There's some great classics and they're bringing in some new ones. There's also more room for some diverse, which we have our full like queer focused right movie this season it's not just like a side plot situation it is the full movie um and we'll share our thoughts later on that but so there's some cool opportunities but with that some of the kind of intense marketing pre-marketing campaigns have not been there right so we don't have a lot to work on this year it's going to be a big year like austin said shaking some things up we've got some people missing but that means we've got some new people coming in we have a new push for what hallmark considers diversity So we'll be interested to see how that is continuing to progress with its baby steps that we see from the (laughs) channel. Uh, But the the basic structure here is essentially the same as what we saw last year. So as you may know, uh, Hallmark has two channels. There's the classic regular Hallmark channel and then there's Hallmark Hallmark movies and mysteries which I think there's also a third, but for the, for the sake of Christmas movies, there's several, (laughs) but Hallmark movies and mysteries and the regular Hallmark channel are the two you need to know. The main Hallmark channel plays countdown to Christmas which is this season, a new movie every single Friday, Saturday, and Sunday night at eight o'clock. Except for Thanksgiving weekend where there's a double header Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Right. So we've got like seven movies on that channel. And then there's also one on Thanksgiving day. So on on the Thursday. So it's like so many movies Thanksgiving week. And then Austin, what do they do on the other channel? Um, (laughs) They do one movie a weekend and it's typically the like widowed uh, storylines <laughs> it's soldiers coming home from it's soldiers coming home or a widower getting past the death of somebody like it, it's the more like sad version of holiday cheer we we don't like those movies as much we find that we fall there's one this them. year i'm excited about because it has ashley williams in it yes we do some uh, there's a couple that are mm-hmm. on that channel this year that were surprises that they're not on the main channel but those movies play at 10 o'clock on saturday nights we often don't watch those not we don't watch those live we'll watch those the next day yeah, we, record y'all, those. we go to bed at <laughs> really probably nine 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 thirty on a regular night we stay up late to finish yeah Hallmark movies. this is our like going to the club 
like we prepare all year to stay up late for Hallmark Christmas movies because we don't go <laughs> we don't go out <laughs> late at night anymore. So, so the movies start this year on October 21st, which if you're listening to this podcast is probably right around the time that we are releasing it. So we are going to give you a preview of what we see coming up and it covers nine weekends we counted. So you've got nine weekends between now and Christmas. We're going to break those down by weekend and tell you what we're excited for and what you can expect to see this season. All right. So let's start with our Friday night movie. Our first movie of the season is Noel Next Door. And usually these first movies are pretty good. They're not going to start you out with the worst ones of the season. They're usually not the best. No, but they're definitely a strong mid to like mid up. Right. I, don't, I don't know what scale I'm on. They want to get you excited. Yeah. Um, and sometimes these are also movies that are not overly Christmassy so that you because it is usually October. You are watching them before Halloween. Uh, but this one is about it's like an enemies to lovers with neighbors. So a woman I love moves, a good Scrooge character. Right. So there's 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 some chemistry potentially there for me. That's always appealing to me. But otherwise, you know, there's not much in some of these descriptions to know what we're up against. Yeah. So our Saturday night movie for Countdown to Christmas is We Wish You a Married Christmas. And this one's interesting because it has the kind of cranberry Christmas vibes from two seasons ago where we already have a married couple, the relationship is on the rocks, and something Christmassy is going to help get them back on track. Right. They're going to an inn in Vermont. I do love a good inn. I think they have to like get some marriage therapy or something. I don't know. Or you know, Vermont, I hear, therapy. has the best marriage therapy at inns in the entire country. It does it now. <laughs> How do you know that? I've been looking at inn statistics lately, getting ready for the season. Oh, okay. Well, it's also notable that this one stars Marisol Nichols, who was in The Christmas Ring, which was one of our favorite it's snark fest the most snarkable movie we've ever watched from hallmark so our question is always is it her is it the writing i'm pretty sure it was the writing of that movie but anytime you know we see an actress that was in a movie that we just snarked the daylights out of <laughs> we're we're our little tingly senses are ready to to do it again yeah so we'll we'll see if this one's a snooze fest or a snark fest um we like it when they're snarkable at least but speaking of snooze fests yeah so let's talk about the miracles of christmas saturday movie which is we need a little christmas we'll probably just be snoozing through this one yeah um this is a what erica widows what's her name erica durant erica durant patrick's Sabangui and Lynn Whitfield. Lynn Whitfield. <laughs> um, but it's about a woman who's grieving the loss of her husband. She has a grieving child. She's a widower. Oh, what? A widower on oh, Miracles no. of Christmas? <laughs> so, what surprise? Not really our favorite genre of movie. But I, the the Sunday night movie has caught my eye. It's the one I put a star by for the weekend. Same. It's the I, one I'm most excited it's about. It's the one I think will be the winner of the weekend, which is A Kismet Christmas. Where there's some Christmas magic. magic. I do like, I love it when there's a little bit of Christmas, like it's that magical realism piece. Like I wanted to have a little bit of magic. It's not just the cozy Christmas vibes. And she's a children's book author. So this one's about a children's book author who goes home to her hometown and reconnects with her teenage crush. So we love a little bit of that like second chance romance. Oh, and so then good. I do love when authors are characters in stories or booksellers or anything with books. Because and, and the poster on this one, we've got the, the two leads and then we have a little girl standing there holding a tray 
of swirly, delicious Christmas cookies. And there's clearly Christmas magic swirls coming off of these cookies. So you know. Right out of the cookies. You, you, <laughs> you know when it's Christmas cookie magic. Where can you buy those? I think that's what people think about crumble cookies. <laughs> oh, gosh. So they're very expensive and overrated? Because they're full of all the Christmas magic? <laughs> I mean, is it? I, I can't imagine never... they don't sell one. <laughs> So for weekend two, while the rest of the world is watching Hocus Pocus and Hocus Pocus 2, we <laughs> will instead be watching um, the lineup that is coming at us with Cozy Christmas Inn on Friday night. Which Another is, in movie. God, I love a good in movie. We love in movie, and you, we are perpetually disappointed by the in movies. <laughs> there was it's one always the same in. <laughs> the one where it was the dueling ins, though. We did like the that. Dueling. Was my. I think I'm always hopeful it's going to be that movie again. That one was really funny. Um, this one is the Jody Sweeten movie, which we've also been very disappointed by those in yeah. the past. But we're going to see if that's just a fluke. Just like, just like. Hallmark makes uh, 40-something Christmas movies a year because they want to give Christmas a chance. We're going to give her a chance in this Christmas movie. Well, and I'm certainly, I'm, I starred this as the one I'm most excited about this weekend because I want, I want Jodie Sweet and I want the end to win me over. Yeah, I, I just, yeah, I'm, I'm waiting to be disappointed, but it's okay because, again, it's, it, this one's in Alaska too, I believe, right? Is yes. This, and so it's like we're going to have some cool maybe scenic or we're going to see some stock footage. Well, who knows? The inn is owned by her ex. So it's <gasps> also like a second chance that's so surprising enemies. i don't know <laughs> uh the saturday night movie is jolly good christmas jolly good christmas which is um it has a very long description i'm just gonna cut it down for you it's our on location movie in london that's why can it's you tell jolly by my good accent <laughs> um you don't want me to do a oh my accent. gosh you absolutely <laughs> must do it no <laughs> i can't embarrass myself on such a massive so y'all whenever i do my accents they become about three different accents in one <laughs> and austin always makes fun of me because with love they transform <laughs> I'll become British. I'll become Australian. I might and Russian, like, like somehow, like a, like a Turkish lord of some sort. Yeah. So um, this is our. It's interesting that it's so early in the season that we have our on location shoot for. Well, London. and there aren't any other spoiler alert. There aren't any other more exotic locations yeah. in our lineup this year. So I don't know what's going on with the budget, but it's London, and that's that's it. I think. And I think it's we'll get there because they're. I think their big picture on location is the Radio City Music Hall with the Rockettes. But look, New York is not an exotic locale. I want to go to. Where was that one in? Just pick a foreign country, babe, and that would be fun. Rome. <laughs> they did do Rome. I want a Tuscany Christmas. Oh, yeah, the Christmas in Rome. There was Christmas in Rome. There was the one that was in the less ex Vienna. Ah, uh, yes. Christmas in Vienna. I want Bimini Christmas. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't know that either of us are excited about this one. Um, but I, one thing I found interesting, because we haven't seen this in a while, is this character will start out with a girlfriend at the beginning of the movie. For the last few seasons, it, there's been a recent breakup, but we don't normally see the breakup in the movie. So I'm, gonna, I'm interested to see how they're going to balance insta-love with this. It's hard to pull off. Uh, the Saturday night, Saturday night movie on Miracles of Christmas is Christmas Bedtime Stories, which is a soldier returning home movie. Again, yawn. Bedtime but I do, story. I mean, I will say I do like Erin Cahill. We, she was in what, A Timeless Christmas, which yes. is one of my favorites from our previous season. So uh, not ours. We don't make these movies. We just talk about them in one of the previous seasons. Yes. <laughs> and then our Sunday night movie is Ghost of Christmas Always, which inclu includes a ghost of Christmas present 
helping souls to rediscover their Christmas spirit. So we've got a little bit of that like Christmas Carol vibes. Uh, So we've got some ghosts. We've got some paranormal. But the thing I love about this one is it is clear from the movie poster that this is intended to be a comedy. And I feel like that's what's been missing in some of our like Christmas Carol based movies lately Uh is like there's some good comedy. Because like I think about like the Christmas in Nashville, which had that kind of like yeah. Christmas. I didn't like that no. one as much. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but so the poster is pretty ridiculous um, in terms of how it's conveying comedy. But I looked up the press release on this one from Hallmark. So if you go to like Crown Media, there's like a press kit that you can get, and it has a description so that people can talk about these movies. And Hallmark uh, talks about how this is a twist because the person they're going to help infuse Christmas spirit with already has his Christmas spirit on point. Oh, are they getting hip? Like <laughs> they're getting they're hip. Like, like, Ooh, he's, he's on, on point. point. It's on fleek is all I was expecting them to read. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I would I would die and become a ghost myself if they said on fleek. <laughs> Which is already dated slang, but is too too current for Hallmark. I want to know if the ghost falls in love with the character or if the ghost facilitates love between the character and another character. Because how does like ghost I will love say, work in reading this from it, it is very much the ghost of Christmas present go- that they're trying to connect her in the lead. So it is a ghost that's going to fall in love. I have So it's questions. a little bit of like a preacher's wife kind of vibe um, mm. or the bishop's wife, whichever version you saw. I, I grew up with both. So. Wow. so this takes us to week three, which just full full transparency neither of us are really excited about the lineup this weekend there's some stars that we love but the movies themselves just seem like they're going to be dead so let's start with friday um a magical christmas village this is basically going to be a giant advertisement for those little ceramic christmas villages and we are our perpetual question with hallmark is are you trying to sell me a product? And if you are, where is it and where can I buy it? And la- like last season and the season before, we were like trying to find the advent calendars and trying to find, and then they were sold out of the product. So I hope if they are doing this, they were smarter this year. This is a capitalistic society. I want to buy the things I'm watching on the screen. Who to- is their marketing person, man? Because I my, my wallet is open. I'm a sucker. <laughs> like I bought the wine, y'all. I bought it and we drank it. We did. I'm we ready. gifted it to our family and friends. I hate Christmas villages. I will buy one. <laughs> So I want to know that I can buy one here. But our bigger draw here, besides the Christmas villages, which we could snark on for days, is the actors in this movie. Right, because we have Allison Sweeney and Luke McFarland, classics, love. And also what's important to know is this is going to be Luke McFarland's last Hallmark movie. He's ready to go on to other projects. He's going on to greener pastures, gayer pastures. I mean, I'm, I will follow to gayer pastures. No, he's, he's done. He said he's done all he can with Hallmark, yeah. I think. So um, then what's up on Saturday? So Saturday we have Lights, Camera, Christmas. This is a holiday rom-com movie where there's a costume designer. You know, it's kind of like a, a blah plot. But the, the thing, again, that I think will be interesting is this is Kimberly Sustan, who we love. Yes, she is a delight. Um, a lot of her movies have been fan favorites. So we are excited to see if maybe this is one where she can kind of hold the show down. Yeah. Did I, I don't think I said her name right. Sustad? Sustad. Oh, Sustad. I, I believe. I don't know. Correct us if we're wrong. Or just leave a five-star review for our podcast. Whichever. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's go to Movies and Mysteries. 
Um, it's a Maple Valley Christmas, which is our ranch-based movie. So this is for all the horse girls. Horse girl the, vibes. Horse, horse girl vibes. Or if you're like, I'm the girl that hunts and watches football, but I can love a cool man. Cool girl vibe. <laughs> which is not really our vibe. So yeah. Now, if it was like a queer one, then yeah, I'm all for it. Always for a queer one. You should see my eyes. My eyes are wide open right now. Because, yes, if you gave me, like, a queer rancher girl. Yeehaw. Yes, I'm there. <laughs> Get me on the horse. Take me. Rope me up. <laughs> this this podcast is taking a turn, y'all. Um, we'll, we'll pitch that at the next Hallmark pitch <laughs> meeting. Um, and then our Sunday countdown to Christmas movie for this weekend uh, is All Saints Christmas, which is a New Orleans-based uh, movie and we have um, an, a popular R&B singer who's getting ready to travel home the media mistakes a photo with uh, her music producer and they're like an instant couple so they're kind of doing this like fake dating we do PR. love fake dating um, and so, not familiar with the actors and actresses in this one um, Ladisi. I always love somebody who does a single word name like Madonna I don't know who else does share <laughs> share Beyonce Ladisi. Yeah. All right. So there could be something there, but we don't typically find ourselves being huge fans of the music business industry ones. Yeah. It just, I, I it's don't not know very why relatable for us. Yeah. I don't think. I mean, yeah, I think like, and that's a theme on a couple other weekends. I just music based ones, unless you're doing a full blown musical, I have a hard time with. Right. So weekend number four, we have, again, four movies. We're going to go through them quickly because there's really only one we're excited about that yeah, we want to There's only one about. that matters, clearly. So we have on Friday night, In Merry Measure, which is um, a music movie. The Royal Nanny is on Saturday night. Uh, Saturday night in the evening for Miracles of Christmas is Our Italian Christmas Memories. And then Sunday is Christmas at the Golden Dragon, which is about a family at a Chinese restaurant. The movie we are most excited about, though, the Royal Nanny, because not only is it our royal movie, it is also an undercover MI5 agent as the Royal Nanny. So we get a royal movie. We get an undercover agent movie. And the MI5 agent is a girl. She's the girl. Claire is the agent and the guy and is the Prince, Prince. Colin. Um, so we are, this seems like it could only be an absolute delight. Uh, whenever I say that, it ends up being, a- I don't know. Royal <laughs> movies are hard to disappoint because even like if they're bad, they're snarkable. And if they're good, they're whimsical. So it's kind of like, what is it when you put a secret agent who's trying to protect the family and fall in love with the Prince? And we're going to have cute, like, little nanny scenes. This is going to be amazing. You've got cute kids. Um, I guess, is it set in England, I assume? So maybe we're, or we're some fake doubling country. up on I mean, it has our... to be because it's MI5. Right. So. Well, I guess it could be MI5 agents in a different country. But maybe, so maybe there's some sort of weird setting here. I don't know. But, well, because you probably don't want to have it be a real prince of England. You want to make a fake country up where they have to have an MI5 agent be there. Right. I don't know. See, there's so many things. But what ends up being snarkable for the Prince movies and the Royal movies is usually the settings and the buildings that they <laughs> what, use what that they pretend they are castles. Cause it's usually like a hotel and you can tell that it's a hotel <laughs> or like a government building. And they're like, look at our castle or ill-fitting yeah. costumes. And there's just like, it's going to, so is much. it a party city Prince costume? We just, I can't wait to see, or is it even a part? Like, how do you get a party city? Like MI five outfit as a nanny? Like there uh, will be sunglasses. <laughs> There, you are so right. I cannot wait. So yeah, this is this. I, I would not only say is that this is the movie I'm most excited about for this weekend. 
it's probably top three most excited I am for the entire season. Yeah. Okay, so let's go ahead and go to week five. Because speaking of royals. We have another royal movie. We have another royal movie, right? Yes. So on Friday, we've got Inventing the Christmas Prince. Um, This is where... (laughs) I'm going to read this one because it's pretty amazing. Shelby is about to quit her job as a rocket engineer. Uh, when her daughter becomes convinced that her Scrooge-like boss, Evan, is the Christmas prince from a story Shelby invented years ago. And I so hope he is. I, I mean, how could he not be? Mm. So, like, potential Christmas magic, we've got Stim, and we have Tamara Mallory. Yes, and we've enjoyed her movies in the past. Yeah, she, like, there's no carousel, but I, I think this is going to be pretty awesome. She can hold down a yeah. baby by herself. Um, what about that Saturday movie? Okay, this one, this one is probably one of the most, like in our communities, is most excited about because the lineup's pretty amazing. So our Saturday countdown to Christmas movie is Three Wise Men and a Baby. And the reason people are excited is we have Paul Campbell, who's known for his comedic timing and writing, but we also have Tyler Hines. All the Heinies. The Heinies are going to come out. And then Andrew Walker and Margaret Collin. So, yeah, I mean, this is the the... Title is a play on three men and a baby. I don't know how much the movie actually is. They they sometimes will just take their own license with the titles of the movie. But we're excited about this one. We have good looting dudes, as I wrote in my notes here. <laughs> and for me, I'm like, is this going to be like the Friends episode where like Chandler and Joey have Ross's baby to go pick up girls and like lose it on the city bus? So there's just like it feels good, like that. good comedy vibes that come Paul out of Campbell this one. Campbell does good camp, good comedy vibes. So we know this will almost undoubtedly be in the comedy genre especially because of the titles nod to another comedy and i think what's also nice is the focus on this is also on like the love of these brothers and i do like it when there's like a family centric dynamic and it's not solely about finding true love at christmas and i think this was your most anticipated one for that week yes this this is the one i'm most looking forward to for the weekend i was most excited about the tamara how i mean maori housely housely movie but uh (laughs) it looks like they both have the potential to be good or bad or bad i mean that that's what (laughs) you get with hallmark that's the gamble we take really let's 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 be honest that like three quarters of them are pretty bad but um as in most things that we enjoy in media you got to take the bad with the good um so our saturday movies or miracles of christmas is long lost christmas um widowed mother interior designer yeah finding family for the widowed mother because she learned yearns for her family okay yes again another snooze fest um, and then our Sunday countdown to Christmas is when I think of Christmas, um, girl returns to her hometown surprise to help her mom move and finds her ex-boyfriend Josh is back home. So we've got, again, a second chance romance, uh, but it's a holiday concert based one. And golly, these have disappointed in the past. Right. They're finding their musical roots. They're planning the concert together. So obviously most of these have some sort of Christmas event that they end up having to plan. Second chance romance. It's Niall Matter, which I know he's another heavy hitter for the channel, but neither of us were super excited about this yeah. one. So the next week is Thanksgiving week, which is basically the Super Bowl of Hallmark Channel. It's when they pull out all their heavy hitters. And we have eight movies in four days. It's ridiculous, y'all. So we're going to just sort of rapid fire these at you because there's a lot of them. The Thursday night movie is My Southern Family Christmas, where a woman meets her bio dad, but doesn't tell him that he's her bio dad. It gets to know him and has to decide if she's going to tell him or not. 
another ancestry ancestry movie DNA and terrible movie. southern accents uh, are awaiting us i can feel it our friday night movie is hashtag xmas that's with an actual pound sign and an actual x this feels like a lifetime named movie it's a little too hip for me for hallmark but let's find out but essentially there's a woman who has to pretend to be a family influencer and then she has to decide whether she's going to reveal the truth or not and i'm sure love will ensue the 8 p.m. movie on Friday night is A Royal Corgi Christmas, where a prince gifts his mother, who is the queen, a corgi, but the corgi's a little rambunctious, so he has to hire a dog trainer for the corgi, and the sparks fly between him and the dog trainer. Our Saturday movie, A Tale of Two Christmases. This is our um, earlier 8 o'clock movie. This is one where Emma, our lead character, gets to experience two different Christmases. So one where she stays in the city and one where she doesn't. Where <laughs> She gets to go home. A little magical realism. I'm actually kind of excited about this one. And actually, that is the 6 o'clock movie because the Saturday will have a 6 o'clock, an 8 o'clock, and a 10 o'clock movie. Oh my movie. God, it's a triple header. Yeah, it is a triple header. So the 8 o'clock movie, which is the prime spot, is Haul Out the Holly, which starts with the most boring um, sort of description ever. Emily stays at her parents' house and is forced to participate in all the town Christmas festivities for the Christmas festival in the neighborhood. Uh, but then you look and see who the star is. It's Lacey Chabert. So you potentially have... Maybe some better writing or something going on in all of that. I hope they don't do Lacey dirty. That, that's what I hope. Um, okay, so then our Miracles of Christmas. Oh, this is good. Time for him to come home for Christmas. And for those of you who don't know, every season there is this movie, but they change the pronoun. Time for us to come home for Christmas. Time for you to come home for Christmas. And what I'm hoping for is next year they'll go non-binary and it's time for them to come home for Christmas, but they actually mean they, them. The them is a singular person. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then on Sunday, we have a Christmas cookie catastrophe, which is a mystery set in a cookie factory. It's starring Rachel Boston, who's one of our favorites, but it mm -hmm. is a six o'clock movie, so it could be hit or miss. But the one that the thing I'm excited about for this one, because I do this is also one of my favorites for the weekend, is there seems to be an actual villain. Yes. And I do love it when there's an actual like a villain. Mustache twirling, like, <laughs> I'm going to steal your cookie recipe. <laughs> <laughs> Cookies. <laughs> I'm just imagining Cookie Monster with a mustache. And um. <laughs> and the Sunday night movie, the the eight o'clock movie seems to be where all of Hallmark's budget has gone this year. It's the holiday spectacular. This is the Radio City Music Hall, Rockets. They've, I mean, I think they filmed this literally last season at Christmas. Um, they've been promoting this one since last season. So we'll see. So which one of those are you most excited about? Because it's a lot. I said I was most excited for the Rachel Boston Christmas cookie catastrophe movie. That's definitely on my list. I'm torn between. I think that that one's going to be really good because I do love Rachel Boston. And I love the premise of that. But again, I'm a sucker for this magical realism thing. So I think A Tale of Two Christmases is going to be my favorite for the weekend. But it could be the corgis because, like, it's dogs. The weekend after Thanksgiving, though, things look like they might slide a little downhill, as mm -hmm. we find that they sometimes do. You have the big heavy hitters, and then they really want their biggest hitters to come earlier in the season so they can keep replaying them. Yep. 
So and because not, people have their own Christmas classics that they start watching in December. Right. There's a bunch of other things going on once you actually get closer to that Christmassy time of year, even just Hallmark's own classics from previous mm-hmm. years. So we start on the Friday movie with My Big Fat Chris- Family Christmas. This is on December 2nd. So we are officially in the month of December here. Um, this is a movie with an Asian cast. So and that, it's our second, it's of, our that, second one. of the season, too. So that is surprising to see for some diversity. And this one is not set in a Chinese restaurant. It is about uh, they're covering the family's story in a photojournalistic essay mm-hmm. and getting to know the family and growing close to one of the coworkers covering the story with her. I think there's some potential in this one because sometimes they can have kind of that sleeper movie. So we'll see. I mean, I'm I, I'm not saying I'm optimistic, but I'm not pessimistic about I it. Said, I said it has potential. Yeah. This one could be a sleeper hit for the for the season for sure. Then we have a fabled holiday, which um. A bet they had the Talia has a childhood best friend named Anderson, and they meet in a town that looks familiar and restores in its visitors what they need the most. This seems like it has a magical element. Anderson kind of points to Hans Christian Anderson, mm-hmm. maybe a little fairy tale magic. And it has Ryan Pavey, who is one of I really have enjoyed him in his last few um, Hallmark holiday. Movies. And it has Brooke Dorsey, who's oh, I do love a her pretty too. common, yeah. A uh, pretty common staple in the Hallmark world. And then what's our uh, Miracles of Christmas movie? The Miracles of Christmas movie is the Holiday Stocking, which is the Hallmark Mahogany presentation. I had not, I was not familiar with Hallmark Mahogany. I wasn't Apparently either. it is kind of like their Hallmark Presents, but for, I don't know if it's black actors or black movies or black centric movies or just movies with characters of color, mm-hmm. but it is, I think, their big budget movies appealing to that audience. So this one has the potential to be a well-produced higher quality movie than some of the other ones that we're going to see this season. And then finally on Sunday night, we have undercover Christmas, which is about a pop star who comes home for the holidays. And she tells her family that her new, that this guy that she's with is her boyfriend, but he's actually her security guard. But I feel like then he's also going to become her boyfriend. So it's going to be fine. Yes. Don't Um, worry about that one. (laughs) It's like he will be before long, right? It's fake dating. It's a royal nanny. And this one are the ones with two undercover agent things. And that's what I'm most excited about. (laughs) I put stars and exclamation points by this one because I feel like it really could be awesome. Yeah. I mean, I do do love it when there's like the secret undercoverness of it. So I'm I'm optimistic about this one, I will say. Uh, but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with my favorite of the weekend will be Ryan Pavey, because you just love Ryan Pavey. I do. It's because he like liked a tweet once for me. I think that's all it takes. <laughs> <laughs> like my tweets, and I'll like you. <laughs> I'm a so people pleaser. Basically, people could buy and bribe their way into our favor, um, just letting all of the Hallmark actors and actresses know. <laughs> Writers and directors too. We don't. We, yeah. all is good. So in our second to last week, week eight, we have on our Friday night movie, the most colorful time of the year. And I got to tell y'all, we think that this is going to be the most snarkable movie of the season. Put your money on it. Like we're saying it now. We're calling it. Ryan is an elementary school teacher who learns that he is colorblind. Michelle, an optometrist and mother of one of his students, helps bring color into his life in time for the holidays. It's, it's like, just like it's so- I'm, I'm not even going to say anything because it's like I don't want to offend colorblind people. It has nothing to do with the fact that anybody's I just colorblind. Think it has so much potential to be just like over the top in what it's trying to do here. Right. I can't, I, I, I'm 
I just feel like it, it just feels like it's too sweet to not be snarkable. Right. Um, all right. So let's go to Saturday because this is one I am excited about. This is the one I am most excited about for week eight. Um, so this is Christmas class reunion. And what's great about this is it's the 15 year re- reunion, but it's the cursed class. Which like, does that mean it's a comedy or is that just like what they call it? I can never tell the vibes from some of these descriptions. Right. Like, like, what are we going for? It's like, and is this like our Gen X generation? Like, I mean, but it's like 15 years for a high school reunion. Clearly we're not Gen X. We're a little bit younger than that. But it's like, why are they cursed? Like, are people dying? I do want it to be a Halloween movie. I want it to be like, and then they all get stabbed and killed. I know that is not the direction this is going to go. But Merry I will Christmas. say it is starring Amy Teagarden, who I always want to like. But she just serves sad face for most of the mm, entire movies. Yeah. And something about her just like, she, I want her to be more compelling than she is and then well she's, it sounds like she's appropriately cast for a cursed class right like, she's, she's been gonna, cursed i'm cursed so we'll sad see which face. direction it goes but uh <laughs> she's also starring with tanner novlin so um our saturday miracles of christmas is the gift of peace now this one's interesting because we're going a little more faith-based than hallmark's been willing to do in the last few Gotta seasons compete with gack yeah and so um Artist Tracy is a once devout Christian who stopped believing in God after her husband tragically died despite her prayers. Surprise, it's a widower. Um, as her second Christmas without him approaches, she tries going to a support group for inspiration and comfort. So, I mean, I, I don't mind faith-based movies at all, but it's just, it's just interesting. Very overtly faith-based. But it's just so interesting that they're going with that because they have shied away from being overtly faith-based recently. We, we do have a hunch that they are trying to capture it because Gak is only doing, I think, one movie a weekend. Mm-hmm. Like they don't have the people yet or they're, they're yeah. still growing. And so they're really doing like a Saturday night movie every Saturday. And I think that they are trying to capture that same audience with the mm-hmm. movies and mystery movies and Nikki DeLoach is in this and she's a heavy hitter. She is a Hallmark queen. I think that's why they're, they're putting some of the classic Hallmark because normally they don't put some of the heavy hitters on the miracles of Christmas and you're right. They're doing it to compete with Gak. Which um, we'll see. Yeah. We've seen, um, you know, we're going to have Ashley Williams in the same spot next week. So they're, they're really trying to push it. All right. So Sunday we have the holiday sitter and why this matters is this is our first marquee full gay lead it's the gay movie it's the gay movie it's the gay movie it's Um, gay movie again it's jonathan bennett which you know mean girls he was in the gay movie always in the gay movie so here i i don't have anything against jonathan bennett other than uh i hope he doesn't become the reoccurring gay the lead gay movie because I'm guy. like, I need more diversity than that. And also give me a lesbian lead movie. We did have those delightful lesbians last season, but they were like completely like even a yeah. C plot. Like they were a way off on the side. Yeah. Well, we, we have found in media in general, you will see gay men a lot more present in things and yeah. they will get a lot more attention before you see any sort of sapphic love story. So that does not surprise me, but yes, Hallmark, we are waiting. Where's we're ready. Where's our lesbian love? Certainly. And then like, let's get some trans love, asexual love. Like we could go way deeper, but we're, we are happy that there yeah. is a the gay Christmas ace. Movie. Sounds like a great Christmas movie title. <laughs> so it is about he's babysitting and he calls like his nieces and nephews and calls in help from a guy that he falls for to help him with the babysitting. 
That being said, drumroll, which movie are we most excited about for this week's lineup? For me, it is not that one. I am, in fact, most excited about the Amy T. Garden movie. The, the, <laughs> the cursed, class reunion, the, the cursed class <laughs> reunion movie. Christmas cursed class tea garden. And reunion. honestly, I'm going to go with, I mean, I, I'm excited there's a gay movie, but I think the one I'm most excited about is the most colorful time of the year because I think it's going to be that snarkable. Well, that's there is something appealing about the movies that are so bad they give us like lots of material to yeah. work with. And those are, those are some of our favorites to cover throughout the season. And then finally week nine, which is December 16th um, or starts on December 16th, we will trudge drag our weary bodies into <laughs> movies. Number what? 37 through 41. Yeah. Um, we will, or 38 through 41. We will, take out the the final movies of the season which we're covering a couple different holidays here so on friday night we have holiday heritage which has kwanzaa in it so she's moving home ella is returning home to minfit fences with her fractured family her ex-boyfriend and they're celebrating christmas in kwanzaa so a little again second chance romance there and this one has holly robinson pete in it and i do love her she she's a hallmark heavy hitter too yeah and i think she's one that they were worried would go to gack mm-hmm. um also is it just me that when i hear gack i think of the nickelodeon all i think about is the slime stuff like it, they, for those of you who don't know nickelodeon had this stuff called gack which was like a squishy slime it was basically like slime it was slime like before slime was a slime thing now yeah. and it came in like bright colors and it was gack g-a-k but whenever they talk about the gack channel it's just like the silliest name for what it actually is i really wish they had chosen any other name because i will always think of gack yeah <laughs> like nickelodeon gack um and then saturday night uh we have the hallmark uh the main channel movie is twas the night before christmas and this one i just have to read the description because <laughs> i don't even know which direction this one's going to go in so it's a tori devito movie a former actress trying to break into directing tests her skills with a town's annual Christmas Eve courtroom production in which the true <laughs> authorship of the famous poem A Visit from St. Nick is de- debated. So it's like a courtroom <laughs> play where they're looking at de- who actually wrote this poem, which sounds like the most boring thing. It sounds like something you might read in your high school English well, class. It also sounds like like one when I was an adolescent and my cousins would come over and we would play law and order for fun in the living room. We watched a lot of lot of order as kids or during the pandemic when we had our foster girls and we played court, but it doesn't feel movie worthy. But I am excited about Tori DeVito because if, if you'll think back for those of you that have been along our journey with us to four seasons ago, one of the early movies was one of our favorites and it had Tori DeVito and it. it was one where she sent five letters out to five people and it changed them and it was really really good it's actually probably one of my favorite ones we've ever seen and i'm pretty sure was that the love actually version it was like love actually but like hallmark's very super watered down version of it with like lots of different love stories so each letter then kind of inspired its own christmas love story but some of them were different types of Mm -hmm. love and um she was in that one and i think i remember that one being really delightful and i'm pretty sure that was her so i think this is the first movie we're seeing since then that she's in so i'll be surprised to see or i will be interested to see what she does here um then saturday is five more minutes and this is the saturday night on the movies and mysteries miracles of christmas lineup it's the five more minutes moments like these sigh Uh, okay so this is based (laughs) on the scotty mccreary song five more minutes it does have ashley williams but i 
I don't, I don't know. I'm not a Scotty McCreary fan, so. Right, and it is the second holiday story inspired by this one song. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, can we get picky? There's also, like, what, 40-something Christmas movies inspired by Christmas, so, like, of course there's a repeat theme. <laughs> yeah. It shouldn't be a surprise. All right, so how do we finish out the season? Hanukkah on rye. So we finish out the season with Hanukkah, <laughs> which actually uh, I think is also fairly typical based on mm-hmm. when Hanukkah falls. Um, so and it, also just how the, they have typically put the Hanukkah movie at the it end. It usually of the goes at the very end. Now one year there was like a New Year's themed movie, but now yeah. they have a New Year's whole lineup in New Year's. So they they kind of stick to Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa during the main forty one movies. So this is a matchmaker. Um, connects these two characters, but they are competing deli owners. You know, I loved the competing ends, but competing deli owners is just a hilarious, like... Just picture them flapping meat around. Like, I don't know. <laughs> that's a different, uh, that's a different that, channel. That's not a double entendre. Um, <laughs> but it does star Lisa Loeb. Yeah. She's it, in it. She's third build here, so yeah, she's not the one she's falling not, in love. She's not the lead. But she's going to be present. So um, I want her to be like, stay... <laughs> But I, I, I do remember. I do wish like I appreciate that there's a Hanukkah movie thrown in, but I just feel like they have never They're always so bad. They're always so bad. Um and I think our our last season Hanukkah or two seasons ago Hanukkah movie had one of the worst snowmen's ever, where it was like the worst like fake snowman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like I think we gave it an award they for like very worst little prop. snow to work with when they're <laughs> filming these movies in like July. I, it doesn't matter. It snow. still looks terrible. So I'm hoping they don't I, I hope that the competing deli owner plot does something for this movie, but I hope more for Hanukkah movies in the future. Yeah. And for me, all of the, the Hanukkah movie stuff, even the Kwanzaa movies will reminds me of this idea called the, the danger of a single story, which is the idea that if you're only hearing one story from one culture or one point of view, so then you're wrapping everything up in that mm-hmm. one story. And I think that happens to Hallmark every year. They have one Hanukkah story and if it's bad, then all you get is one bad Hanukkah movie. And then you're like, I don't want to watch Hanukkah movies because they're never any good. Versus right. if like they had three or four, you would, of course, have the bad one, but you'd have like the good one. Right. The good Hanukkah movie. And they kind of do it a disservice that way. But it is called Countdown to Christmas. So maybe they, they, they're trying to just stay in their lane. I don't know. So big season ahead. We hope you join us. Can we just talk very quickly about what are you just like, not what movie you're most excited to see, but like, what are you most excited about for this season in general? Well, I mean, I think what's going to be interesting is there has been a huge shakeup at Hallmark. It's not just the actors and actresses. It's all of the production and everything. So I'm very curious to see where are they going to lean more into diverse storytelling? Where are they going to take some risks or how diluted are they going to go to try and retain some of their previous audience? And I think it's going to be interesting, especially competing against some of the top billing actors and actresses that were uh, hallmark, how those are going to shake out in the ratings. Yes. I'm very interested to see all of that. I'm long-term. I'm interested to see the future of GAC as a channel and how that fares if you spend any time in like the Facebook groups around this stuff, like people get really upset about, you know, if you like GAC, what does that mean? If you don't like GAC, what does that mean? You know, there's a lot of drama there, but I'm going to go a little lighter hearted okay. on what I'm most interested in for this season. I, I feel like after, you know, three previous seasons, I'm looking forward to seeing some of my favorite settings. I'm looking forward to seeing that same house that all the movies <laughs> are set in. 
I'm looking forward to seeing that same gazebo, that same town, the same yeah. actors and actresses, the same coats, the or terrible the same, gaudy the, decorations, the, candy the big canes candy canes that they yeah. put everywhere and all of our bows and where they come back from. You know, just like all those things that we love to snark on with mm-hmm. the movies, the, the snow in July that they're or like how everybody looks like so hot in their coats <laughs> and how and that they have snow. 16 coats in one tiny carry on bag. Right. And CGI snow falling out of the sky, but none in their hair. So <laughs> I am excited for all of that. Um, I, I, I hope that that joy never wears off of just seeing so many of these movies that you you can see that production happening. <laughs> and and with that, I would, I'll, I'll go lighter too. I think the thing I'm looking forward to is the community that we have found and get to be part of, whether that's the listeners here and like knowing that people also can find like snarkable and lovable moments in these. And as well as the, the people we interact with online who watch these and live tweet these, it's so much fun. We have so enjoyed it. And we can't wait to spend another season with everybody. We are so excited. That being said, I've been Tara. I've been Austin. Merry Christmas. And happy holidays. Happy holidays.